Good evening and welcome to episode nine of Pitch to Pub podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mark Cavunis. Your other host is Sean Ovington. Sean, are you there? Hey, mate, yeah, you should say, oh. Oh, some fireworks going off. There is, yeah. Guess, so... Potentially. We'll introduce <laughs> them in a minute, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. Um, we have a guest tonight who we have tried to do this before. It's t- episode, the... episode nine, take two, isn't it, mate? Episode nine. Episode nine, hashtag point two of, yeah, something like that. But um, yeah, we, we've, we've tried getting him on before. However, the connection was poor. We had to, you know, we, you maybe heard us talk about it previously. We had to, um, we had to get rid of some, um, some staff that were working in the background and, and doing their bit. So, so now we're just a two-man band. And uh, our guest tonight is none other than very good friend, Mr. Stuart Rose. <laughs> all right, lads. You're all right, Stuart. Stuart. I don't think I've ever heard. I've never heard you been called Stuart. Yeah, I know. Stuart. It's a full Sunday name, name, isn't it? Full name. It's a Sunday name. You know, Honestly, lads, there'll be as many of these um, of these podcasters. There is lockdowns at the moment in time. What there? Point two. Point three. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. To be perfectly honest, let's fucking hope we don't have to do it again. Because um, yeah, I'm been we... bored of all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Sick, sick of talking man. I'm not <laughs> there's literally only, there's only so much I can listen to someone talk about Newcastle that supports them. It's just fucking, <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like them myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you're stuck with them now, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Got no choice of that. A bit like you're stuck with Bruce because he's not, they're not going to sack him because not, no one else is going to go into there. There's a poisonous chalice. What, why would somebody like? So listen, this is this is absolutely baffles the fuck out of me. Some uh, I was going to say a bad word. Some yeah, stupid, <laughs> some stupid fucking idiot rang up Talkspot today and said, "Get rid of Bruce. We're bringing Steve and Gerard." And the, no was, way. Honestly, I can't remember if it was Hawksby and Jacobs or if it was um, um, Adrian Durham and Goffey. Basically said. Why would Steven Gerrard leave Rangers at this moment in time when he's going to potentially win their first league title in 10 years? Are you Ooh. stupid? And the guy was yeah. like, oh, actually, yeah, good point. I never thought about that. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, Stu, hot off the press. <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle just finished about 10, 15 minutes ago. Um, yeah. Obviously, did you watch it at all, mate? Or? Mate, I've said to myself, I'm not watching any more games under Bruce or under Ashley. I was sick. I got in today, honestly, at six, six o'clock I finished and uh, I got in and I knew Newcastle were on and then uh, I literally did a bit of work in the house and I knew they were still on and I thought, I'm not watching it, I'm not going to watch it. And then they ended up resulting, Daniel was waiting for something, some some programme on half seven. I ended up watching Hollyoaks at seven o'clock, mate. That's how, that's how, <laughs> that's how much I support them at this moment in time. Mate, second, first half were really, really poor. Really? Uh, I don't yeah, shot me. <laughs> I, I think Leeds had something like 75% possession. And second half, it, it was like you're taking the handbrake off. And St. Maxman came on, mate, and he was like in beast it, was mode. He? And they couldn't get the ball off him. And obviously, they equalised. Nice, nice goal. But then another soft goal. But they should have they should have equalised again, Newcastle, really. But Should they, yeah. Um, yeah, they had a good few chances. Like I say, St. Maxwell won twos. Lewis hit the bar. Lewis? Uh, of all people. Yeah, boom and heck. Yeah, St. Maxwell again. Him, him and St. Maxwell and Lewis are overlapping. Nice one twos. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gary Neville, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if, you keep, if, you keep, mate, if you keep him fit, and yeah. he's over the COVID. He's the only. Out. I mean, he got the fans player of the year last year. And he's yeah. like, he's like, he's like proper, proper. 
proper player, but he's just keeping him fit. Like nobody even knows where he was. Like it was all the COVID thing, but nobody like all the NUFC like supporters, fan things, and what have you. Nobody knows where he's been. It's obviously COVID yeah. for over long, but yeah, I mean training. He's been long it taken ages to 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 get back fit and that. But... I heard, I heard the Newcastle night like all of him. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Andy Carroll as well, by the way. Um, yeah. But hold on a minute, I just want to go back in just a few, just a few minutes. Sean, you said Leeds had like seventy odd percent possession. Mate, it's expected. Yeah. They're they're an amazing team. They've got one of the best coaches in the oh, world. Mate, mate, f- fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm gonna, so all I'm gonna say to that. Max, oh, Max, they're just... trying to curb his language early doors and shot straight in with it. Do you know what? Do you I think I think we caught a big one with that one. <laughs> uh, fed up of it. No, oh, I know, I know. But but he is, you know. To be no, perfectly honest, his age. I don't know how he. I don't know how he can walk after sitting like kneeling down for like ninety minutes. I don't, I don't know how he can do it. I can't do it for ten. Right, I don't. Right, but I get about Bielsa. Yeah, he's got leads up. Whoop de doo, bloody bloody blah. Yeah. But right. But if he's going to get nominated for coach of the year, and he came in top three, didn't he? Right. So answer me this: the Norwich manager, Fark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He 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 took over there, got them promoted. First attempt, which Bielsa didn't do. That Norwich team was pretty shit. Obviously, they've gone back down. Going to get him promoted again, so he, in my eyes, he's a better manager than Bielsa. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I struggle. I mean, going back to the yeah, going back to the thing on like, you know spending a lot of time on his knees and like you spend a lot of time on your knees, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> oh, uh, I, I was going to say something uh, really bad there, but. <laughs> This is this is explicit content. Like, it's, it's part of it's, going, it's part of this, carnage. This this is started on a bad yeah, note. Yeah, pitch, right, pitch to pub yeah, and yeah. porn. I think, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. There's a, there's a separate bad branch off there. Maybe, maybe we can actually do a YouTube channel as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is but, yeah, I'm serious well, now. If you're, are your knees all right? Yeah, yeah knees are sound, mate. He's absolutely yeah. belting, yeah. Because actually, you actually, you actually were out injured, like. Last year with knee injury, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, not because I was on him, just because I got to... Uh... <laughs> just, uh, just because Cap it, bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap it, bird. Oh, hold on a minute. I've just, I've just, had a, I've just literally had a brainwave. Or not, let's call it a brainwave. I've realised I get married this year. Jesus Christ. Uh, we, we just need to, we need to be careful. This is going to go out. This is going to go out. This is public. Uh, yeah, well, it's a good job COVID's still kicking about. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's COVID. Yeah, but... Yeah. Anyway, you all good? Did you have a good Christmas and New Year? You know, I bet, I bet you spent loads of time getting out on the pace. You know, seeing loads of friends. Oh no, can't do that either. Can't, can't do that. Can't do that. I did have October over Christmas though. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that which which was good and yeah, probably drank way too much. But I've been doing dry January to be fair, so that's probably why I haven't been watching Newcastle because I've seen. If I've been watching. <laughs> I've I'd, seen have, I'd have I'd turned to drink straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Still wake <Have> up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, have dear. you got a treadmill? Have you got a treadmill? Yeah, I have. I, yeah, I saw that. I think I saw that on there. Do you want to borrow it? And get your steps up. Is that? <laughs> oh, I could do. I could. I could do with a treadmill. <laughs> so listen to this. Yesterday, me and Sean are trying to be better this year. In a couple of weeks, I sorry, interrupt you, Sean. A couple of weeks, we've said right. Okay, we'll try and we'll try and help each other. Not like we did a few years ago. Like just like. Honestly, say, like, try and motivate you a little bit more. I like what you're doing. What you're yeah. Doing. yeah. So I rang him yesterday. I was like, how are you doing? You're going to go out for a walk this week. He was like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. It's like 10 to 2. I said, oh, what are your steps like today? He said, oh, hold on a minute. Let me have a check. 
<clears throat> he said, what are yours like? I said, oh, 15,000 at the moment. I <laughs> did a walk at my lunchtime. And I, and I said, um, all right, what are yours at? He went, one, two, five. And then before he had a chance to finish, I went, oh, so you've done over 10,000. He's like, no, no, one, two, five. <laughs> 125. Maybe Sean's anyway. been on his knees. <laughs> yeah. Sean's been on his ass. He's been working from home, hasn't he, for like 10 months. Working, for, working from home, there's nothing else. I can literally... Let's get, I don't know, this, my ass is moulding into the sofa, so it's an effort, it's an effort getting up, you know what I mean? Do you know what? Do you know what? Sh- Sean's cheeks are going to be so imprinted into that sofa that when he has the baby, baby comes along, he'll be, la- he'll be able to lay the baby in the print and it won't be able to yeah. move because it'll be such a big groove. My ass is firm, mate. <laughs> firm and supple at the same time. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Anyway, going back to the treadmill. Yeah. Sorry, Stu. Yeah, yeah. Is that just keeping fitness level? Yeah, just well, trying to tick over, to be fair. Um, doing bits on that. But I, I find it I find it hard on a treadmill when you're just staring at a wall. Do you know what I mean? You can't. I'd rather get out and, and do like five or six K at least and get splashed by a car as I'm going past or something daft like that. Do you know what I mean? But it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's hard just on a treadmill just to motivate yourself to do it. I'd rather go out. Yeah, do you know what? To be honest, um, when gyms were open and stuff, and I used to used to train and do a lot of cardio. When I, if I was looking to do any car, any like treadmill stuff, I would literally just use it for split sprints. Yeah. So like I don't know, ten, fifteen seconds on, ten, fifteen seconds off. Do a set of eight, have a rest, do another set. Because again, you're doing something that you wouldn't do when you would go out. <laughs> but again, like you say, you're running at a wall. If you put if you put the machine at like full whack and do 15, 20 seconds, jump off for the same amount of time and do like eight sets or something like that. Yeah, it's going to improve you more than just running on yeah, it, staring at it. a wall, there's... thinking if I slip, I'm going to smash my head off that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a good thing on the on Instagram actually called Red Zone Running. I've been doing a few of the uh, few of them All things right. on there, which is uh, sort of intervals and stuff. It's, it's been good, so it's. Um, but I just need to keep at it. It's just I'd, I'd rather be kicking a football around the pitch to be honest and. Uh, then running, let the runners run, let the let the players play. <laughs> well, at the, end, at the end of the day, mate, I, I don't think football will be back until after Easter. Nah. they're talking about they're talking about not letting kids go back to school till after Easter. Well, they're not going to let people kick a ball around, are they? Nah, of course they're not. No. So the season, so for me, the season's dead. Yeah, I wonder if this points per game uh, comes into play at all. Or well, I think something they have to realise is is <clears throat> some leagues might not have played a lot of games. However, in some leagues, they might have played a lot of games. I think what happened last year with, with certain teams, I know one of the teams you played for, are looking to progress. Yeah. And they would have progressed if the season's finished. You were the best team in that league by a country yeah. mile. And it would have been exactly the same this season. So I think, I think they need to have an educational look at it. Is that the right word? They need to be clever when looking at it and go, not go, oh, I tell you what, we'll just null, null avoid the season again. Because it's having an effect on players and players aren't going to get any <laughs> No, that's it. Everyone's getting I mean? older, aren't they? And, and uh, you want to progress and play at the best, best standard you can do. I'd, I'd have thought majority of players, that's my mentality on it anyway. But... Um, so yeah, we're just gonna have to see see what happens. I suppose everyone's nobody knows. That's the thing, do they? No one's. We still don't know it. We're not any further forward, really, are we? So no, no not really. I, I, he was meant to make an announcement tonight. I don't know if he has or if he's going. I think to. It was one at I'm five o'clock. Sure I think was there maybe. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm not. No, I, I, uh, I think there was no, one at no, five, no. but I hadn't, I hadn't heard it. So he, he probably just decided not to do it because he couldn't decide how many fucking stutters he was going to do this time when he did his, when he did his announcement. <laughs> yeah. And to, to, to today, Junior, uh, it's just like, come on, mate, have a bit of authority when you speak. No one believes a word you're saying. He announced uh, Thomas Tuchel as Chelsea manager. Oh, it surprised me. Yeah. It looks a bit like Thomas yeah. Tuchel, but Thomas Tuchel's got less hair. Hey, what do you make of that, lads? Anyway, by the way, what would you say? Did you think it was a good 
Second oh. um, I just I just think so my opinion is he's taken that job knowing that's what Chelsea do. Yeah. When Chelsea aren't getting the results, he been they've been managers off to bring someone in and bring someone else in. He's taken that job knowing that. He wasn't going to be any different. Roman, regardless of the relationship that he's got with Roman Abramovich and the relationship he's got as a player, he's not playing. He's managing. He is leading a group of professional players to do what he wants them to do. And I've heard quite a lot on the radio yesterday and today of people saying that he's not tactically aware, he was unable to change in game, in game situations and all this kind of stuff. For me, I, I, think, I think the job has come too soon and he's, <clears throat> he's learning to become a manager. He's not a manager. And I think maybe that's where, that's where the hurdle, he stops the hurdle falls yeah. for him. But I think as well, I think a lot of the players have got to be looked at and they've, they've let him down, haven't they? I think you look at the players he's bought in and he's been unlucky with having yeah. it. Werner's not hit the ground running. Um, what, do you mean, what do you mean he's been unlucky with Havertz? He's had a COVID bit. Yeah. So Sant Maximon, he's come on today and been electric this afternoon. Yeah, but he's been he's been he's been out for like three months. So so has Havertz as well. It's obviously affected him. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I think I think Lampard's kind of. Did you see his quote that he made about AVB when he? Yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah. He he played his cards. He's, he's maybe too young. It's maybe come too soon for him. So I think he's kind of. Eating his own words a bit there. Yeah. I, I think he's. Got, I think it was too too soon. For yeah. him, but Then again, I think you've got to give him more time. And what's too cold on? He was at Dortmund yeah. after Klopp, and then he's got PSG. Yeah. PSG. Like, not be funny, but any one of us three can got a PSG. <laughs> yeah. in the French yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've uh, got I, uh, I'm just going to. So... Um, I'm just going to rewrite my CV, and I'm going to put it in line for when Poch gets sacked for not winning everything next season. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I do have that kind of thing. However, I will go off on a little bit of a tangent talking about Chelsea. I bet John, John Terry is now like nobody's safe. He will he will wait until he's actually he's actually produced as a manager before he takes the Chelsea job. Do you think? Or do you not think? Do you think he would just take it because it's John Terry and it's nah, the Chelsea I, job? I think a lot of players. Do you are... think he would be naive enough to do the same? No, I don't think that. I don't think he'll take it. Like, but I don't think he'll get offered it. No, no. I think it, I think Terry will probably have a clause in his contract. How many plays? Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before, before he can take that job. Well, it's got to be like pre season. Is bring your missus and yeah. put on the conveyor belt. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to book the spine of the team first, and then uh... yeah, <laughs> the spine of the team. If the spine of the team doesn't doesn't show me enough love. Yeah. Then um, and by spine of the team, I mean all twenty three players plus the youth players. Missing, yeah. by the way, yeah. just to clarify. <laughs> Um, before that gets out of hand, um, yeah, I mean he's he's obviously part of a good project at, at Villa. Mm. They're obviously doing quite well. He's obviously been involved in that because he was playing there in the year they didn't get promoted, and then he was part of the management team in the year that they did get promoted. Yeah, I mean a lot of I think a lot of young so, managers just get it based on how they played football, how good they were at football, and and, and that's why they're getting a lot of these jobs, aren't it? Because not it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be. Wow. A, Unbelievable manager after being an, an unbelievable yeah, it's player. The big isn't it? Yeah. Well, do you know what? It's the big name, it's yeah. the big name, isn't it? It's the sexy name. It, it brings it. more attention yeah. to the football yeah. team. And yeah. it's um, I, I, I heard something um, the other day. They were talking about um, great players going into manager roles really young, and they used the term "a great Formula One driver is not a great Formula One mechanic." Mm. And I was like, "Well, actually, that makes sense because it just goes to show that." You know, you could be, I don't know, the best player in the Premier League scene, but you can't manage. I mean, if you look at, 
and he used Gary Neville as an example, one of the, the best pundit around, couldn't manage, struggled. Thierry Henry struggling as a manager, one of the best players about. Mm. Alan Shearer yeah. was no good as a manager. No. And whether he wants to or not, Paul Scholes, no good as a manager. Roy Keane probably doesn't want to manage anymore because apparently he doesn't like humans. That's a, no, that's I a quote he said, that I he, heard. He, he said he wants to get back into it, man. Oh, did he? <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, fed up a Michael Richards, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? That's one of the, that's one of the best brilliances right. that you would never expected. <clears throat> Brilliant. Did, has any of you, by the way, watched Michael Richards' um, documentary from last night? No, yeah. I need to watch that. I was, I was speaking to you last night, Mark. Oh, of course you were. Yeah, we were doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, so you know what? It's all, all days are in one. You know, I get up, go for walk the dogs, train, stretch, go to work, come home, have something to eat, do a podcast. Good Ben. It's just, it's just a, yeah. you know, it's a constant revolving door. What can I say? I'm a busy man. Busy man doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you agreeing for? Anyway. Um... <laughs> that Charlotte nodded so... around. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant to you. Um, so, Bruce, 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 yeah. Bruce, just before we move on, how many games now before he goes? Because it's inevitable, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh... And if you, if, you, if you could have a choice, yeah. who would you like to see come in? Don't say fucking Steven Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, to be honest, mate, I just, I think with the team that we've got, it's, it, we're not good enough. So I don't think anyone that can come in can can just turn us around like that. We might get a few better results. Yeah. We might be a more attacking team, or it's just the fact. That what pisses me off is the fact that we, we've set up again today against Leeds, and uh, we're setting up. Obviously, yeah, you ain't got the fans there, etc. But with five at the back, and you're just playing Callum Wilson up front on his own, and Five, five, why not five, take three, it? One, why one, not apparently. take it to a team and say we are going to beat you? We are the best team. We're going to beat you today. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why? Why are we just setting up yeah. so defensive and letting us? We're not. We're not good enough to counter attack football. We're not good enough to do it. No. So why are we setting up? Uh, just letting the team just come at us and come at us relentlessly. It's always they're going to break us down before long. You know what I mean? Just take it to them and say we're going to take it you. Blah blah blah, and go from it from there. But. It sounds like obviously what Sean was saying that we started the second half a lot better and, and sort of took it to him, but mm. I, I don't know. Is it a little bit too late? Is that a little yeah, bit too late? Yeah, it is in my eyes, to be fair. It is in my eyes. I'd, I'd, it needs a change up. And, well, the, he's a dead man what, walking. I tell, you, I tell you who is available. Yeah, yeah, Rafa, 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 I did like Rafa. I didn't yeah. want Rafa to go, to be honest, but he's probably looking on his record and that is probably not even that much better than Bruce's to be fair but I don't I, I, I haven't looked yeah but at least you had an yeah. identity you knew oh, how you were going to play we're go out and attack and have a go at you're organised that, that's, um, that's the thing we don't seem like yeah. we're going out every game we're going to it doesn't seem like we're going out and, and having a go it's just boring it's ridiculously boring and that's why the last sort of couple of games I haven't even bothered I've not even been bothered about watching because I just can't I can't stick it it's a waste mm. of 90 minutes <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny, isn't it? How you um, how you go how you, how that happens. I mean, I I, I remember um, when Mourinho left United. Um, I went through a phase. I was like, I'm not really too fussed if I get the game if I was at work or or anything like about recording it. I was like, I'll just catch highlights. However, probably since since the start of last year, um, probably just before lockdown, and I was I would would make a, a point of recording the game and turning my phone off a United game or making sure I would watch it. And since then, it's kind of, I don't know, for some reason, it's kind of been, I've got to watch the game. I need to make sure I watch the game. Like tomorrow night, I'll be like, I've, I don't matter what I'm doing, I won't put anything in the diary because I know I want to watch yeah, that game. Yeah. So it's strange how you, you know, 
well, I think it's strange how you can go from, oh, well, I'll catch a result or I'll watch the highlights to go in and need to watch this game. And I suppose... I suppose every team kind of goes through phases where you know that they're doing better than other, and I wouldn't say that was probably the reason. I just was kind of uninterested with how we were playing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't entertain that's, me. You know, that's, I mean? that's right. That's what I'm like at the minute. We're the most boring team in the Premier League at this moment in time. There's nothing exciting about watching us at all, and it's, it's just where I'm just fed up of it. To be fair, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. I'm just I'm fed up of watching them. So yeah. and unless anything changes. I'll be exactly the same, really. I think um, there's nothing. Uh, we need a new yeah. owner in. That's the that's the be on end all. But yeah, Bruce, he's he's, he's on borrowed time. To be fair, yeah. Um. So while we've got you on, obviously, um, you're a bit of a bionic man, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. The metal you've man. Got, you're, you're a bit like the Wolverine, but nothing comes the out metal of you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. um, My right answer died anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, all yeah. down one side. Um, you are the Terminator of football. <laughs> um, that was horrendous, by the way. Yeah, that's what me and Charlie anyway, um, like, we just didn't say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't hold you, don't hold no. you. Don't hold you <laughs> so, um, first of all, um, let's talk about you having metal in your face. So, first of all, what, how, why have you got metal in your face <laughs> and how did it come about? Right, well... Uh... Yeah, so we we uh, obviously play for I play football and um we um we basically had a, a competition that was uh around England called the FA Interleague Cup. Um you basically your your league and they pick a team of sixteen and a squad of sixteen out of all the teams in there and you go and rep- and represent what which is the league that we play in. Um and you represent yeah, county, you represent yeah. that county across all of England and it's basically a knockout um, and cutting a long story short, we played five or six games uh, and got to the final, um, which was which was held at Bramall Lane, and um, we ended up playing the. It was actually York York Football League, so there were two sort of northern teams that that, that got there, we, and obviously we played all over London, Isle of Man, everywhere, and um, we ended up winning it. Um, winning the whole, whole England Cup, we were actually yes, there. Were there. Day. Yeah, yes, you were there that day, day. weren't you? Yeah, yes. yeah. One of the hottest, hottest days yeah, of the yeah, year. We were, um, yeah, we were we were travelling down to Milton Keynes because some um, stupid person was doing a half marathon the next day. Um, and I'll give you a clue; it wasn't John. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, that was that was a great game of football. Yeah, um, and um, you guys won four two in the end. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of last uh, sort of. Probably three goals in the last ten minutes, I think. But <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was yeah, quite, some quite good goals in it as well. Um, so you, you so won that. You won, so you won the. You won, we won, you won that. that. And, um, we won that, and then um, basically because you'd won the the all of the England sort of competition, you went on to represent England in a um, what was called the UEFA Regions Cup, <clears throat> and um, basically we represented England, obviously. It's just like the Euros, really, um, European tournament, and you had sort of three. T- you were, there was four, four in a group. Um, three, the other three teams in our round were um, Slovakia, Romania, and Republic of Ireland. <clears throat> and Republic of Ireland were actually the holders. Um, so they were in our right. group. Um, so what happened was you, about four months later, you travelled over as as the England team, um, flew from Luton and 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 went over, and we we. The full yeah, shebang, the full shebang you know, suited, suits, booted, look after yeah, you, everything, everything paid, all that hotel, 
um, doctors, coaches, whatever. You had the whole entourage, basically. And, um, yeah, wow. uh, which was obviously surreal, amazing, really. And um, we went over there. It was over – ours was held in Romania because it was, had to be held at one of the one of the four that were in your group. Um, and ours was held in uh, Romania. And um, so we flew out there, got a hotel. We were out there for about 11 days, I think it was. Um, and Slovakia was our opening game, which was probably, I think it was three days after we had landed. So we got settled in, obviously trained, what have you. Ate like kings, because all you, all you ever did was eat. eat like, and, uh, I, Tindery, <laughs> honestly, it was just like breakfast, weigh in. So you get up in the morning, what was so, the first thing you did in the morning? Um, first thing in the morning, you had like, you were up about eight o'clock, I think, or, um, and you'd, you'd just go up to the weighing room. Uh, so you go get go up get weighed, um, you'd have, um, and you get given obviously like a a urine uh, bottle to to check you um, were hydrated enough, um, get weighed, yeah, weighed enough. They 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 come round with a load of they chase you with however much water you water you <laughs> need. So um, and so you get that, and then you go down for breakfast, um, head out to training, come back eat. Um, then maybe have like a, a, a bit of downtime, um, then and then maybe do like a, a a little leg session or something like that. In a well, there's a gym there and that, and um, and then eat again, <laughs> and then and and then yeah, it was just, um, honestly you just seem to eat all the time. But um, you train like twice a day at least, um, and then you just do obviously your own bits, whatever you wanted to do, like foam rolling or after you've done a bit of training or just making sure you're in the. The best, the best condition you could have been in to, before the before the opening game, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you drew yeah, the we first drew against game. Slovakia um, the first game, um, which was which was good. Yeah, it was a great game. It, they were two what two. The they were a very very good team. Slovakia. We thought we were up against it for the rest of the the group. If they were, if it was the rest followed, how good they were, sort of thing. <clears throat> Um, you scored. I did, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scored just after half time. I would uh, put us two one up actually, which was uh, which was good. Shame we couldn't hold on because my parents and my parents and uh, family were out there watching. So it was uh, it was nice to score for when they were there as well. well oh yeah, without a doubt. Was, uh, <clears throat> well, <laughs> not every day. Every day you can say that you uh, you scored wearing England top in, over in a competition, is it? So is um. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So you're going to the second game, which is where you're yeah, in. Yeah, second game coming up so, to the, uh, the the bad moments. So yeah, the second it. game. We we somehow got ourselves two nil down for two re- like pretty bad um, keeper errors, and um, it just put us on the back foot straight away. Um, we were playing all right. We were, we were doing we were doing well and played well, and we were two nil down at half time. And we knew that we had to come out and give it our all. Like so, we we, we started the second half really well. Um, we were creating quite a few chances, and we we, we did well. And um, we managed. To, I think it was like seventy fifth minute. We we um, we got a penalty, um, and I, I was on penalty duty, and I took it and and scored. So we obviously two one down with with fifteen minutes to play. We fancied ourselves turning it round, and um, then. In the night, about eighty fifth minute, something like that, the ball came from midfield and came into my feet. And probably what is my trademark is pinning a defender and trying to spin him, turn him. 
and um, it's coming to my feet and I've done that and the uh, Romanian centre-half's taken me down. And as as I've taken me down, I've sort of got up and um, as, I've, as I'm getting up, our left winger has uh, he's, he's ran across me. To, obviously, the ball was still in play and he hasn't heard the whistle go. And I've obviously got up to appeal and his knee's gone into the side of my... Uh, into side of sort of my temple sort of area. Um, yeah, and it's... Uh, I've, uh, I didn't know nothing about it, really, to be honest. Um, it's knocked me straight out clean. Um, I've been... I've been a seizure on the pitch for sort of a couple of minutes. And, um, yeah, scary, really scary. I think um, everyone was uh, was really worried, to be fair, for it. Um, did did didn't didn't you say one of the when you said this uh, the one of the Romanian guys actually he, pulled your tongue? He did, from, yeah, uh, he did. From your on, yeah. So what's happened is obviously when I've watched it back, um, I've gone down and the, the the Romanian captains actually ran over, and obviously there was a lot of waving arms because people knew that I, I was I was out cold, and he's actually put his finger in in my mouth and pulled my tongue out of my and my mouth and sw- I must have swallowed my tongue at the at the time, you know. So got a lot to thank him for, I suppose, as well, really, but. Um, He's um, so that was just the start of it, and then I had I was wearing. We all have, obviously had our heart rate monitor uh, monitors on that we we wear um, just so so they can see how we're doing and that. And after after obviously I'd taken that off and the the look to the results and what have you. There was fifty, I think it was fifty two or fifty three seconds that I'd just like flatlined and I was I was I was totally gone. Like it was uh, so yeah. It was like it was like wow. a case of yeah. Idea. yeah. I wasn't here, you know. It was uh, one of the obviously at, at the at that time I didn't have a clue, but looking back at it and thinking like how everyone must be feeling, it must have felt, or when they heard that news, etc., that I was like dead on the pitch for fifty-two seconds doing something I love for the for your country, I suppose is, is in that in that sense doing you know it's the the highlight of my career really uh, to 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 the mm. lowest point. Um, and I had, yeah, like I say, I had a seizure for sort of two, two and a half minutes and, and, um, they had everything. I mean, the doctors that absolutely fantastic, the England doctors and what have you, um, absolutely amazing. They were on in seconds. Uh, I was put on a stretcher and, and, um, and taken, taken straight away to Bucharest hospital, um, for in and out, in and out of like tests here and there all the time and seeing, seeing what, what the actual, what had actually happened, you know, I'd regained consciousness, which was the main thing. So, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a bad time. So when, when, when you regained consciousness, you, what were the you pain know what? levels like then? Was it no, excruciating no. pain? Where... I like, from, like from what I remember, I wasn't massively in pain, but I don't know whether it was just cause I was uh-huh. sort of concussed and, 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 and like just didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, straight away. Were you I drugged up, possibly? Did you put, yeah. Because I had this conversation with the doctor, actually, and he said, I'm given so much. <laughs> you know, my head was... <laughs> I was marvellous out of it, you know. Like, um, they just had to keep me in the, in the, uh, like in a flat position. I had, like, the neck brace on because they didn't know if I'd had damage to my neck. Um, you know, like, they, so mm. I couldn't... They didn't want me moving, panicking and moving. Because apparently when I woke... Yeah, when I woke... Top precautionary, isn't it? I've started flinging my arms about because I didn't know what was going on. And I'm, I'm a bit claustrophobic as well. So when I knew that I was like sort of pinned to a stretcher with my head down with the brace on it, I, I didn't know what was going on. You know, it was, um, it was, yeah, it was a bit surreal. I, I didn't really didn't know. So it was, uh, it was, yeah, really scary, really scary. 
So where, where do you kind of go from there? So kind of what was the next stages? Did you have surgery in Romania? And uh, did you come no, home and have sorry, surgery? I no, I, I got transported from one hospital to, to another hospital in Bucharest. And um, I didn't have the um, the uh, blue, do you know the blue European card? The whatever you need to, to get out, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chest card. Yeah. I was playing yeah. and um, they, they, they had a bit of a trouble getting me out of the hospital. The um, Lawrence, one of the main FA SA guys, he's um, he was in charge. He he, he wanted me out of hospital. And he, he, no surgery in Romania. They wanted to fly me fly me home for surgery, yeah. but they wouldn't let me out of the hospital without this card. So at one point, I was having to try and sneak out of the hospital. The doctor, the, <laughs> the English doctor, was there. He was, he was trying to talk to the Romanian doctor, and he but it had already been pre-planned. Stu, you need to run down this corridor, get to like level two. And we'll meet you, and there's a car waiting outside. We're getting, yeah, we're getting get to on. level two. <laughs> Once you've completed level two, Honestly, we'll get to level like, three. What is going on? What is going on? But yeah, so they ended up having to get me out. And then I had to fly home. Uh, I had to fly home uh, private jet. Actually, it cost, I think it cost the FA £22,000 to get me home because I had to, um, I had a bleed on the brain wow. um, as well. So I had to fly at a um, lower level because of the, the, the cabin pressure, etc. So um, flew me straight into Leeds, um, and then I got transferred by ambulance, blue lighted straight to um, to James Cook. So, what were the extent of your injuries? So, so what that's what actually incurred? Then? It was a knee. Obviously, knees are solid. We we're talking about knees earlier on. Blow my neck. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah. So the, um, <laughs> the, the extent was um, I'd fractured my cheekbone. I'd um, fractured my skull. I had a bleed on the brain. Um, I'd fractured my eye socket, which was probably the worst bit in my eye socket because it was um, it's what's called a zygomatic bone, which is just underneath your eye. Um, it basically it crumbled. The the the, the um, doctor basically just said like treat us like the easiest way to tell you is like a digestive. You cut it in half. It's quite clean, but if you just got it and just crumbled it with your hand, you know it's it's just breaking into pieces. And that was. Oh, that was what just it was. That you think, you think oh. how how can something break into pieces so like just shatter? It just shattered. You know, it wasn't just like as if it was just a clean break. So they had to they had a bit more trouble because they had to build a um, titanium plate for my eye to sit on through surgery. So because my eye dropped in surgery because when they were taking all the, the, the that out, it, it had nothing to sit on. You know, to um, it, it, they had mm. to build something to for it to sit on. So I didn't know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to come out looking like. With, uh, but I mean, they were fantastic. They absolutely, honestly, I couldn't thank them enough for what they did. And yeah, they were amazing, really. So it was the scariest point. But I, I mean, I'm still, fra- I've still got a fracture, fracture now because the, um, which is quite high up, but um, like sort of just above my cheekbone. And um, but the only way they could fix that was if they cut across the top of my head, the ear, sort of thing. And, uh, and and go in and fix it that way, and I I just said, look, it's not hurting me. <laughs> I don't want a scar over the top of my head. Can I? Can it just be left? And yeah. I, I mean, it's not hurting me. It was never going to be causing a problem, but it was a fracture, and it might heal itself. It might not. That was the they were the words. But I said, look, I'll take the chance. I, I don't want a scar across the top of my head. So. So you've 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 had your surgery. You're at home. Like I guess what. What's probably probably good to dive into is mental oh, yeah. health all them times because you you're you know you're a pretty you're a social butterfly. I'm pretty. You're a, you say I'm pretty. 
Um, I thought you were going to say, I, I really thought you were going to say you're, you're really pretty stupid. <laughs> you know, you like to be, uh, fuck off, <laughs> fuck off. Um, you know, you like to be out and about with the lads. You like to be at work. You like to be, you know, you're not, a, you're not staying. Gay. Home, you know, like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay to talk. It's not okay to be okay. But if, if you talk about it, you're going to get battered for it anyway. Um, no, I'm only joking. Uh, of course, it's you know. It, I guess not being able to play football, yeah. not being able to do quite a lot. Um, I remember popping around and seeing you, and yeah, you obviously had a bit of chat, but yeah. you weren't quite yourself. Like, how did that it definitely, affect, definitely affected me? I didn't uh, like it's it's from going. Obviously, I was working, I was playing football, I was enjoying things. I could go out to the pub with my mates, and then they, this happened, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't open my mouth. Do you know? Like, I couldn't. I had to learn how to use my jaw again, and. Little thing like it was horrible, and and so then everything starts going through your head of will I be able to play football again? Will I? I was worried about obviously work commitments because obviously you have a mortgage to pay, and um, every, everything just starts going through your head. The more that you sat there on your own, knowing that you can't get because I wasn't allowed to like sort of get up and and and, and go for a walk out because they were worried because obviously the bleed on my brain, they were worried if I went down and things like that. I had to just try to keep myself. Yeah, in one place, it's it's as hard. Everything started going through through mm. your head like like it would, you know. You start thinking about everything, and will I be? Will I? Will I? I don't know. Like look the same again, and and will I? Will my mouth be back normal? Um, it's it's it, yeah. Until you're in that position, it's a it's a weird old carry on, and yeah, like you can see why um, it gets to people. But I just had to. I had a lot of people around me, and. There was a lot of people that kept visiting, like you say yourself visited, and um, a lot of people kept coming around. I was always kept like my mum or my dad or my sister or friends. Everyone was coming around, every... so I wasn't on my own. Even if it was yeah. an hour, two hours, whatever, it was just that something else um, which 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 got you through it, you know. And and, and... would you go as far as saying that that, that probably played a massive part in probably keeping you, yeah. Keeping without you a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, if I was off a, about, it was about three months off work, I think, and um, it's a long time. Three months just sat doing the same thing, and and, and I, I had numerous hospital appointments, but I actually, in a weird way, looked forward to the hospital appointments because I was getting out of the house and going to hospital to see <laughs> see other people and do like the normal normal things, as you know. I mean, just or looking forward to hopefully the good news of I can do a certain bit more or. I can, I can progress and, oh, yeah, this will happen. You will be able to play football again and you will be able to go to work and this has healed really well. You don't need extra surgery. You know, all them, all them little things. But it's just, yeah. it's just little things that you, that you, you, you held on to once you heard them and, and that's what got you through as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, back, you're back playing, playing now, yeah. Um, yeah, I came back. I came, to, to be honest, I was saying I was off work for three months. I came back. Um, in that December, the accident happened in the September, and I came back in that December. And it was the the doctor; he he couldn't believe when we I got the final sort of right. I don't need to see you again, you know. And he um and he was like, you should never be in this position for another two or three months, but you've healed that quick. Like I can't like it's you, I'm I'm letting you play football, you know. If you want if you want to do that again, you can play football. So I I had to wear a sort of a carbon fibred mask and um and play I like Zorro, yeah. Like yeah. Zorro. <laughs> that was my celebration. Um 
<laughs> so I had to uh, so I had to wear a mask and then um, which was it took some getting used to. It did take some getting used to um, in your peripherals and that you couldn't you couldn't see men and stuff. You just had to learn to to use it. But I was there playing football again, which uh, at one point I didn't know if I was going to play again. You know, so I was just happy to be back on the pitch doing what I enjoy really. So yeah, no, I guess it can be it can be. Um... Not only, I guess, it's career, uh, career threatening, but that was life threatening. Like you, you, you potentially yeah, well like, did for fifty two seconds. It's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you say, like it's it, it's so so scary. You just never think it's going to happen to you. You know, when you're playing playing football of all things, in a freak accident like that, you'd never think, or oh, yeah, just close to losing losing your life or something like that. And <laughs> but the the main thing is, I yeah, I'm. I got through it. It was a tough, tough stage, really, throughout for the for, for quite a while because I had yeah. a lot of like, like well, you could say rehabilitation sort of thing, you know, to, like, to get my jaw back working and stuff again. And yeah, I couldn't open it, and it had to be a certain Absolutely. point, otherwise it'd stick. At that point, like I had to keep keep forcing it open and right stuff like, and it was so hard to tune. Oh, so was that, so was that painful? painful? The after surgery in in. Um, in, in James Cook was one of the worst periods I've, I've ever ever gone through in, in, with pain, and this was after surgery, because obviously they'd been obviously like messing around in my head or my eye, and I've never been in pain like it. And I had to get woke up like sort of every hour, um, every hour on the hour to 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 check to check my eyesight and that because if there was any bleed anywhere anywhere close to my eye or anywhere near, I was straight back into um, into surgery because. Um, I could have lost my eye, you know. So it was even even that, you know, when you're getting yeah. told that and you think, I just hope nothing. I couldn't imagine not having an eye, like not seeing and that when you've just been playing football. So I guess being in that situation could be like you just don't know. It, again, your your life, your eye, yeah, is in somebody else's hands. So it's it's out of yeah, your control. That, that so it's it. unknown, it was, isn't it? It was just totally the unknown and. And, and and like I say, not knowing, but luckily, um, luckily it, everything turned out all right. And I've yeah, I've got very little. Obviously, I'm full of metal, but um, I've got metal all over. But I mean, my, the, the the state on my outside is I've got a little scar, a little scar on my head near my temple. But that's nothing really <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Well, at least yeah, Stu. Oh, yeah. Stu, I still think you're very pretty. So that's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in jest. All in jest. Um, no, no homophobicness from this end. Um, it is in jest. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that, mate. You know, it, it kind of you know, it, obviously we yeah. spoke about it. Um, obviously, as as being close friends and stuff, but I guess we're sharing that on, 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 on a channel on, on this podcast is, um, I'll, I'll give the listeners kind of an insight into kind of what you went through. A lot of people know that you, you played represented England at that level. A lot of people will know that this injury, but I don't think a lot of people listening will know the actual ins and outs of what happened, you know, what you went through and, yeah, you no, know, all that kind of stuff as well. So, um, no, it's, um, it's great that you share that. Thank you very much. So, I guess, what does the future hold? So what does the future hold for, for kind of you? Are you still planning on carrying on playing when we get back to playing? And, and I guess, what does the future yeah, hold for yeah, Newcastle no, as well? I'm, I can't wait to get back playing. Like, like I said early, earlier, I was just ticking over, just trying to keep a little bit fit and see what, see what obviously the future holds with our club and, and, and if we can get promoted and, and, and go 
play at a bit of a higher level and, and what have you, you know, a better league. And it's just we're not getting any younger. That's the problem. But I'll play as long as I can. I will always play. Do a long time retired as the old, uh, as everything says, you know. So, um, yeah, I will play as long as I can. And, yeah. And, and, my my head and that will be still in it, but whether my legs and that are can still keep up with it, it will be a different matter. So, but um, yeah, I'll just keep just going. a good centre half, mate. You know, just slowly keep going, uh, going, dropping back at it. Yeah, playing goal, you can do a job. Like the monk. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> instead of being metal, crazy, yeah. you'll be full of metal. <laughs> um, as for new, as for Newcastle, oh dear me, oh cool. dear we me, we just need a new owner. That's 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 what it is. We need a new owner. It, it, otherwise, it's it's just not going to get any better. Um, do you think? Do you think he's he, he actually realizes what he's doing to the club, or do you think that he's actually waiting for someone suitable to come in and it's pay him? Money, what he that's wants? it, Sean. It's money. It's money. It's money, money, money isn't it? And I. I don't. He's. I loved like Freddie Shepherd when he was in like the chairman and that and and because the fans he like the fans it, it meant everything to him. Whereas Mike Ashley just it's not. He's just not asked. You know, like you don't. It's a business. It's a massive. It's a business. business. It's a business for him. Let's be honest. Isn't whatever. It? And he's. It just, it, yeah, I, it proper lights me up. You know. <laughs> Do you know what I? Um, I heard I heard Simon Jordan on Talksport this morning saying he told Ashley not to buy Newcastle, and um, obviously he went against him. Obviously Simon Jordan yeah. used to own Crystal Palace and that didn't he? And 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 you know millions, and then kind of lost a lot of his money like doing that. But you know um, listening to him makes a lot of sense because obviously it comes from a, from an owner's perspective a lot of the stuff that he comes out with, and it and it kind of does make a lot of sense. But the fact that he said that was was. Was a bit a bit crazy, really. However, speaking of crazy things on Top yeah. Spot, sorry to plug this. Charlie Austin was on there yesterday, and obviously yeah, he was. Yeah. He might, you guys might have heard this already. I'm not sure, but he he yeah. um, obviously he was teammates with Virgil Van Dyke at Southampton, and um, when the move when he was looking to move, he was sat on the bench with him, and he'd said, "Oh, you know, were my am I United in fear?" And he and apparently Virgil had said. Apparently, it was between me and Lindelof. Right, and they really? signed yeah. Lindelof. Um, and then, obviously, he, he then moved to Liverpool like the following window or a year after or whatever it was. But um, when Austin was said, do you think he would have gone to Man United? He very tactically said, well, I think his heart was set on Liverpool. And he didn't know what he couldn't have answered that any better because could you imagine him saying... Uh... Well, actually, he really wants to go to Man United, but they didn't come in for him. <laughs> well, that, I, 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 think, I think I think when that is a daft comparison because you look what would have had to pay for Van Dyke. Yeah, exactly. Paid Thirty yeah. million for Lindelof. Van Dyke was eighty million, so it, mm. it, it's daft. It's not. It's not a like for like, is it? Because, well, it, well, you see, financially, Ossie just said that to try get a fucking yeah, easy to fucking try get Mark like to get a bit more podcast, airtime. That's what he's trying so. to do, and he's he's he's, he, he's gone right round his feet. Yeah, well, he said he said he said it was true. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Um, we, we wouldn't have Aaron Maguire. So there's no way they're going to pay eighty million, seventy million for one, seventy-five million for one, and eighty million for the other, is there? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, but. I don't know. You hear, you hear some, you hear some absolutely crazy stuff. Yes, mate. So, Stuart, yeah. um, we go back to the Sunday name. Um, <laughs> pizza, <laughs> apple pizza. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Do you know what? Yeah, I well, it's on a good note, note, like I say. If, if it was on a buffet and it's a little bit, there's a little, like, little <laughs> bit there, I'll eat it when I've had a few pints, you know what I mean? When you're hungry and you think, oh, I've well, got pineapple. But I like pineapple. pineapple. I love pineapple. But on a pizza, no. Yeah. You disappointed me. Do you like on a pizza? Actually? Did you say pizza or did you just say, do you like pineapple? <laughs> No, I was going to say, like I was going to say, surely. I said, do you like pineapple in general? Because if you like, if you like, surely, if you like pineapple, it it goes on a pizza. I don't understand. I don't understand the theory of I it just, not going uh, on a pizza. I don't mind it, but I wouldn't order it. So I'll have to say no. Do you know, like, oh, that's I'd a fair point. That's a fair point from a from a takeaway. I'd never order it. <laughs> so a, if it was a... in front of me and someone had it, I'd eat it. Is that fair enough? <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Yeah. Mark, Mark, yeah, but uh, Mark, you just said there, surely if you like pineapple, you like it on a pizza. <laughs> that's not exactly true because like, that's like saying, surely if you like pineapple, you, you, like, you like it on a Victoria's sponge cake. You're well, not going to write it. It's an upside down, uh, pineapple upside down cake, more or less the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> or, or, or do you want pineapple on your omelette? You have gammon, egg, and pineapple. Yeah, out. Nah. Oh, do, you have, do, you have, do you have pineapple on your, your cornflakes? Um, we haven't got any pineapple in at the moment. And I don't eat cornflakes, you know this. I eat honey nut. Come on, honey mate, you're better nut. than that. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch honey nut, or whatever they're called, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> pint in the pub. Is it a pint? First thing. So, right, lockdown's been lifted. We're going to the pint. We're going to the pint for a pub. We're off to the pub. <laughs> you walk through the door, the nearest boozer, because you can't wait to yeah. go to any other boozer. I'll have ten years. Ten years, please, love. And don't say, <laughs> and don't say ten. Ten sharpies. Yeah. And whatever the guy behind you. I'll pay for his and all. Um, no, uh, probably a really fast Guinness. Yeah, I'd have to just get You're that one down Guinness. and then, and then I could. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy it. I think I like. I'm. I'm. I'm enjoying my Guinness at the minute. So, oh, yeah. Well, you told yeah, me you're doing dry not January. This, not this year, but I'm enjoying my Guinness. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. A bit yeah. Of there, isn't there? A bit. A bit like. A bit like the fucking offside yeah, rule. I'm, uh, I'm doing dry January, so I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm excited to have a to have a drink when. Uh, when it when it stops. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Uh, I've. I've struggled Only a week to go. There's a few like bottles of bud in the fridge and they've uh, been looking at me, so is Daniel doing it as well? Oh, she's stop stop stopping me reaching the fridge to be fair. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Oh is she really? I know. <laughs> fair play. Fair play to her. So um before before we kind of wrap it up and finish, I know Sean's got a question which we'll we'll come to in a minute. Um but we, we spoke on, on um Daniel helping you and um, kind of um, you misses. Do you what? Are, what are your current feels on, on the wedding this year? Because um, a bit touch and go. I, I imagine you both. You both a little bit kind of the problem nervous is, and anxious yeah, to kind of whether you'll be allowed the worst to have the wedding. Like bang in the middle in July, and it's the worst possible time. Like I don't, I don't know. I'm. She's obviously she's had to um, to cancel the Hindu because Spain's gone into whatever it is for six months, hasn't it? They can't have people coming in and out for six months or something. So they've cancelled that. But luckily, right, okay. I knew this years ago, so I didn't book Spain. I, <laughs> I years didn't book ago, Spain. 
<laughs> about Portugal, but it'll probably still not happen anyway. But um, yeah, I, we, it, the, the toughest thing is is organising things. Obviously, there's a lot of outgoings going out, and um, it's it's even things like groomsmen suits and stuff. You know, you've, you've I'll, I'll happily pay for them and and, and sort them, but then. Do I want them now, or do I wait? Do I get them? Do I don't? Don't I? You know, it's all it's all the things like oh, you paying for a DJ, you paying for a singer, or whatever. Everything's outgoing, but how is it even going to happen? And then what's going to happen? Will we only allow? But I mean, but I mean, how long? How long do you wait? Because you do yeah, in July, in what, like five July months. Time. So I mean, so like, I'm waiting for um, the last minute to to cancel the stag do. To be honest, because if I have to have two, I'll have two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Already married. Yeah. Yeah. No, the first one's going to be a Euros trip because obviously, if the if the if the Euros are on, then obviously that could be the Euros trip trip away. So yeah. then I'd have to have a stag do. So, um, but I'd, it's just one of them, mate. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I really don't know. We 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 just take it each day as it comes. Seeing just obviously talking to yeah. the wedding planner and. And then um, seeing what happens with when when Boris announces things and what's going to happen with the vaccines, and we just have to we have to wait at least another couple of months and just see, you know. Because but we're not going to do it if it's only if you're only allowed sort of ten people because we yeah we'll just we'll just push oh, it back really? a little bit. So, well, you're both you're both um, oh, very yeah. social, aren't you? Um, we won't we won't stick the other one in there because I know <laughs> yeah, oh, the pr- pretty. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, well, I, well, I'm fingers crossed. I'm fingers crossed for the wedding. I'm fingers crossed for the for the stag do. I'm fingers crossed that everything just can get back to fucking normal as soon as possible, and we can get everyone can get the vaccine plowed into them, and we can get, all go back. Getting to pissed, licking yeah. each other's faces mm, on a night yeah. out. Sooner the better, boys. Really. Yeah. 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 So we'll end. We'll end on a good note. Um, and hopefully, um, I say good note. I mean, Sean's got one more question before we wrap it up, and mm-hmm. we, we seize the day, Mister Ovi, Ovi Trice. Yeah, yeah. So Danny's got uh, hey? a nice back view on a, on a Saturday morning, mate. Before football. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sausage, sausage, yeah. sausage, hey, sausage and bacon back. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. don't worry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. sorry, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've got a bit. You've got a bit of brown. Me, you've got a bit. Of red. What, yeah, for me, hundred percent brown all day long. All day long. All day long. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I think is that a lot of like, You're a red it? man. Um, yeah, I'm a red all over the sausage. Sausage has got to see red for me, not brown. Yeah. Every, I think I think everyone's yeah, everyone, a brown man. Everyone's sausages seem brown so far <laughs> on the podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, it's madness. But I, you know, I'll, I'll take the rough of the smooth. I don't mean by, I don't mean I don't uh, mind being part <laughs> of, of the minority. I'll uh, I'll take the I'll take the hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as please. Thank Stu, you. Stu, it's been an absolute pleasure um, to have you on the podcast, and um, I, I speak for myself because um, I know that Sean can speak for himself. Uh, thanks very much no. for coming on, mate. So I do really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and no, cheers, well, when cheers Stu, again, we'll, we'll have you on next week to re-record it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine point zero three. Yeah, and do right. You look after yourself and catch up soon. <laughs>